Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Friday morning, everybody. Yes, yes, it is Friday. First text of the day. Sounds like Beamer's on. Oh, yeah, it's Friday. I hope that there was supposed to be an exclamation point, but uh, I won't critique the text. Good morning. I could play that song all the way through, uh, but I won't. I won't. I just played the first two verses. Stone Temple Pilots signing us on this morning on the Friday show. We're finally here. Got to put up with a little snow today, okay? But beautiful weekend in the 50s by Sunday and on Monday, 50s in what looked to be clear skies. So I know I say it a lot sarcastically during the winter, um, but get the shorts and flip-flops ready because 50 on Monday... That's a button-down shirt, some shorts, and flip-flops, especially in Buffalo. In March, take it in. Take it in. Um, I'll tell you, my favorite two weeks of the year are about to kick off. Tuesday at 4.30 kicks off the best two weeks of sports. You've got conference tournaments next week. You've got the NCAA tournament starting the week after that. And... 
the first day of round one of the NCAAs, is also opening day this year. Talk about a great two weeks. I cannot wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Get those brackets ready. Next Friday, and it won't be the whole show, because I know a lot of you don't like me talking sports for more than 10 seconds, but next Friday, I will do a quick 10-minute bracket preview at the beginning of the show. So if you don't want to hear that, tune in at 920. But the first 10 minutes next week, we'll go over the brackets. We'll talk about where everyone should be. We'll do a little prediction before Selection Sunday. So we should have some fun doing that next week. Now, I know all of you were watching MSNBC last night. Okay, maybe none of you were. But it's funny because we're told, especially now during the Trump administration, we're told by the media and by journalists how we're supposed to trust everything the media says. And, you know, these are sophisticated people that, you know, they're there to give you the real information. It's not bias. The president, the president just doesn't like criticism against him. This is all we hear about how honest the news media is and how intelligent journalists are. Now, I will say, yes, most journalists are intelligent. They're very smart. I'm starting to think Brian Williams might not be one of them. Now, we know what happened with Brian Williams at NBC. Got kicked off the nightly news. For some reason, they kept him under contract. And now he does this 11 p.m. show on MSNBC, which is funny because the first time he had a full-time show on MSNBC was an 11 o'clock show. But I digress. So this was last night on MSNBC talking about the money Michael Bloomberg had spent on his campaign. Now it is Brian Williams and a guest. Now, if you listen to this show, you know I'm not that intelligent. Okay? I'm not smart. I was definitely not smart in math. I'll tell you that. Math was a very weak subject for Joe Beamer. But at least I know this equation. Here you go. Absolutely. Um, Somebody tweeted recently that um, actually with the money he spent, he could have given every American a million dollars. I got it. Let's put it up on the screen. When I read it uh, tonight on social media, it kind of all became clear. Bloomberg spent $500 million on ads. U.S. population, $327 million. Uh, Don't tell us if you're ahead of us on the math. He could have given each American one million dollars and have had lunch money left over. It's an incredible way of putting it. It's an incredible way of putting it. It's true. It's disturbing. It does. It does suggest, you know, what we're talking about here, which is there, there's too much money in politics. Um, yeah. And it makes it difficult because what we want. In- OK, the last part, she has a point. There's too much money in politics. Yes. But your example is false. If you have $500 million, was the tweet, there's 327 million people in the United States. That means Michael Bloomberg could give a million dollars to every citizen and still have money left over. All right. Do I need to explain where that's wrong? If you want to give a million dollars worth of $327 million, You'd only be able to give it to 327 people. 
if you distribute 327 million amongst 327 million, they're only going to get a dollar. So that was the whole segment. I just took a small part of the segment. They talked about this tweet for almost the entire segment. But we're supposed to trust journalism, especially Brian Williams. This is coming from NBC, who always tells us to trust the, the media, you know, the president's full of lies, all that stuff. They still employ Brian Williams. And not only is he on that 11 p.m. show, he also anchors their election and primary coverage. But he can't figure out that $327 million does not get distributed amongst 327 people as a million dollars each. I thought that was an interesting clip. I thought you'd enjoy that. Hey, when we come back, yes, yes, we're going to start by talking the coronavirus and traveling. Now, you know me on Fridays, I like to have a fun topic at 11, and we hopefully will get to that today. But first, I want to talk about you traveling. What are you doing around your house? Are you being more clean? I know you're out there because I went to Tops last night and couldn't find Purell. I couldn't find Clorox wipes. I couldn't even find a thing of Clorox bleach. So we'll get into that when we come back. It's Joe Beamer. It's the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Joe Beamer here on the Friday show. Hope everyone's having a great start to the weekend. Only a few hours left. You can punch that time clock and then get to enjoying the weekend for most of you. Um, I, I do want to throw two things out before we get to the topic. Number one, tomorrow, uh, myself, along with Chris Johnson, will be running in the Shamrock Run down in South Buffalo. Looking forward to that. Always a fun time, a fun 8K with a nice celebration afterwards. So looking forward to that. And Tuesday, 6 p.m. Tuesday, 6 p.m. at Salvatore's, I will be a judge at the Taste of Education, along with many other. So I will keep you up to date on that, looking forward to that, and uh, trying some good food. Who's not for some good food? Which, again, we might be talking about in the 11 o'clock hour. Hang on, we'll see. But first, we're going to talk about keeping yourself clean and traveling. Now, next week, after the show, uh, I'm going to New York City for the weekend. And, you know, I like to think usually I'm a clean person, all right? When I, leave, when I leave the bathroom, I take the paper towel and I open the door with the paper towel and then throw it away. I don't want to touch the, the handle at the bathroom. I've always been that way. And when you go to a bathroom that doesn't have paper towels... It's infuriating. Infuriating. I need something to, to open the door. Or all bathroom doors should be push from inside the door. Right? Um, so I like to think of myself as a clean person, for the most part. Uh, going to New York next weekend. And at first, you know, this coronavirus thing, I, I still think to a point it's getting a little overplayed. You even have doctors saying Americans must live their lives. 98 to 99% of people who get the coronavirus will be just fine. And we see that. We see 
most people here in the states who have gotten the coronavirus have either been fine or still recovering, but they're going to recover just fine, just like most people will recover from the flu. But I think the problem is it's something we don't know. Oh, coronavirus, COVID-19, which I'd like to know where 1 to 18 went. But COVID-19 and the coronavirus, I I think it's because it's something new. Most of us aren't scared of the flu because we hear about the flu every year. We all know someone who's had the flu. But coronavirus, it's new. It's something we don't know. Doctors don't have, there's no cure for it yet. There's really no shot for it yet. And I think it's just the fact that it's something new that concerns us. But going to New York next weekend and all of these cases keep popping up. Where in New York? Downstate, New York City. They're saying there could be thousands of cases because of the number of people exposed to this coronavirus. Now, I'm obviously going to still go to my on my trip. Obviously, I've been looking forward to it. You know, I'll probably, if I can find some, carry a bottle of Purell with me. That's not too far-fetched. But there's things now that I want to avoid that I don't think I would have said this two weeks ago. Like the subway, let's just walk everywhere or take an Uber. And I don't know why in my head the Uber is cleaner because just as many people have been going through that seat in that Uber as the one seat on the train. But I I think it's more just, you know, after you're taking the subway or after you're in the car, if you're going to go eat, first thing you should do is go to the bathroom, wash your hands, and sing happy birthday twice. Um, So my trip's not going to change. I'm not going to cancel my trip, but I am going to be a little more, I'm going to notice what I'm doing more. I'm going to focus on Okay, I just did this. I have to wash my hands before I eat. All right? And with the outdoor vendors in New York, it's going to be very tough. <laughs> um, so that's, that's how I look at it. Now, my question to you is, if you have a vacation planned, if you have any travel arrangements planned, are you going to cancel them? Are you going to take any precautions to stay to, to have that Purell on you or to make sure you don't touch something and touch your face or touch something and eat. For me, it's, it's more touch something and then touch my face. And that's my second question today. Have you noticed how much we touch our face? It's not something I was really conscious of until a day or two ago when you had public officials saying, you know, don't touch your face. That's how the germs spread. You're, you know, you're here in the studio, you're pressing the on-off button, you're adjusting the mic, you're touching papers that other people have touched. Don't then rub something on your face. And at first I said, well, that's ridiculous. I don't touch my face that often. Wow, I do touch my face that often. Just last night alone, I was biting on my fingernails. And then I was scratching something above my upper lip. And sometimes, sometimes when I'm driving, I just put my hand in front of my mouth. I have no idea why. It doesn't shut me up, I'll tell you that. And then we see these videos of public officials telling you to not touch your face 
And in the same video, they're touching their face. They're scratching their nose. They're picking something out of their teeth. So it's not just me. But, you know, when you start focusing on certain things, you realize how unconsciously, how, how many things you do without even thinking of it. This morning, went to the bathroom, sang happy birthday twice. Again, I have no idea who I'm supposed to be singing happy birthday to. And am I supposed to relather after the first happy birthday? If you know, uh, text it to the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, 3930. So then I, I get my paper towel. I open the door with the paper towel, throw the paper towel away. And what do I see on the floor on the way to the studio? A shiny quarter. So after going through all of that to wash my hands, not touch the handle, I touched a very, probably a very dirty quarter on the way back to the studio. And no, I did not wash my hands after touching that quarter. So it's funny the, um, how much we're focusing on washing our hands, how much we're focusing on not touching certain things. Oh, but we see this, oh, I'll grab that. We'll see the quarter, oh, I'll grab that. So what are things you've noticed that it, maybe you do too often or something you really consciously have to think of not doing now that, you know, everyone's talking about germs and the coronavirus and make sure you wash your hands. Yesterday, during Brian's show, my hands were so dry from washing that I, it's still, it's split and it started bleeding. And it's done that just now, 929 on Friday. But hey, I don't want to, I got to wash my hands. I got to sing happy birthday twice. So I want to know from you. Travel arrangements, have you had to alter any, cancel any? Also, have you noticed how much we touch our face? And what have you done? What precautions have you taken? Have you gone to the grocery store and gotten those Clorox wipes? Have you found Purell? Do you have a tip for the rest of us where the non-expired Purell might be? Let me know. 803-0930. Star 930. Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open at 3930. It's Joe Beamer. We don't have the coronavirus. We're just talking about it here on WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Welcome back. It is the Friday show. Joe Beamer with you here on WBEN talking coronavirus. Yes, it is the number one searched thing on Google. It is the number one trending on Twitter at most parts of the day. And I think now a texter said, Joe, coronavirus isn't new. Okay, I get that. It's been around. But I think this COVID-19 and all this coverage it's been getting and every day we turn on the the news and there's someone else has it and now 20 some people have it and now 3,000 people are being held in quarantine because they might have come in contact with it and I think that has people a little scared but again this quote from an ER doctor Americans must live their lives 99 percent 98 to 99 percent of people who get coronavirus will do just fine Think of it that way. You know, I said uh, earlier in the week on Twitter and Facebook, it's just like with the flu, okay? There are, there are some of us out there who already have a condition, and the flu, yeah, the flu could be a health risk if we got it. Same with coronavirus. So while you're washing your hands, while you're taking all these extra steps, also remember, live a healthy lifestyle. All right. Hey, I love fish fries on Friday. I try not to follow the fish fry on Friday up with wings for lunch on Saturday. It would be awesome. It sounds great. But just little steps like that, you know, Uh, take a walk at lunch, do a 30 minute walk at lunch. Just do something to stay because the healthier you are, the, the, the less this is going to bother you. Now, this is my non-medical opinion, obviously. Um, consult a doctor. But, you know, if the, the more healthy you are, the less of a risk this is to you. Yes, if you get it, it'll be annoying. Believe me, I had the flu two weeks ago. It was awful. It was, I was in a lot of pain for a few days, having the fever, not being able to move. Because, you no, know, at the end of when you're sick, That's the most annoying. You're starting to feel better. You feel like you could walk around, but you put that thermometer in and it still says 101. So you're not fully healed yet, not fully better. Also, yesterday I may have made a reference on the morning news that if you don't have Purell to use vodka. And again, as I say on this show a lot, I'm not that intelligent and vodka will not kill any germs. Most vodka is only 80 proof, which means it's only got 30 or 40% of alcohol. 
the CDC says you need at least 70% to kill germs. So do not follow that advice from Joe Beamer yesterday. Do not waste your vodka on washing your hands. It'll not help. However, if you do have expired Purell, you can add rubbing alcohol to it. And that should get it back to a acceptable amount of alcohol to kill the germs. So just a little help there as you've got people in a panic going to the store, seeing the Purell out, going to the next store, the next store. A lot of places have it out. Clorox wipes are another one. I noticed when I was at Target in Orchard Park, they were very well picked over. So I, I understand that you're, you're, you're looking all over and you say, wow, I can't get Purell. I can't get Clorox. But there's some home remedies for the Purell. Get some aloe lotion and some rubbing alcohol. And uh, you'll be just fine. You'll be just fine. You'll have some homemade Purell there. And again, the best way to make sure your hands are clean is to go to the sink, lather them up with soap, and hum happy birthday twice while you're washing your hands. That is the best way to make sure your hands are clean. And also, don't touch your face. I never thought I'd have to say that. But noticing how much I touch my own face, now I see that it definitely needs to be said. And uh, it's just something you got to think about. Because like I said, I had no idea I was touching my face that much. I laughed when I first heard someone say, don't touch your face. Now, for traveling, um, you know, a lot of people are seeing what's going on uh, with people on cruise ships, telling them they have to stay there uh, for 14 days. You heard what happened in Amherst and in the Kenton School Districts. Students who had been overseas are now being held in a 14-day quarantine. Um, SUNY is talking about using Tower 2 on Buff State's campus that is currently sitting empty as a place to quarantine university students. So you see all this and, you know, but I, I think the point of all that is let's make sure the exposure is at a minimum because right now, for the most part, we have a good idea of who is at risk of being in contact with this. So let's try to limit the exposure. But then I saw online that someone was at a Tool concert over the weekend has now tested positive for COVID-19. So again, you know, do what you can, wash your hands, disinfectant, like I do when I get into the studio every morning, disinfectant, make sure everything's clean. And again, if you get it, 98 to 99% of the people who get it are going to be just fine. So live your life. I say that about everything. You know, there's a chance I could end the show today, walk outside to my car, and get hit by a car. There's a chance I could do that. There's a chance you could get struck by lightning. So you got to live your life. Not always live it in fear. Um, but like I said, when I go to New York next weekend, of course I'm going to be thinking about, okay, Joe, don't touch that. Don't hang on to that. All right, you held a rail in the subway. Now go wash your hands before you have that delicious slice of New York pizza. 
And even the airlines are sending out letters and reassuring everybody. Here's uh, my dad forwarded this to me. Dad, thank you. Uh, it's from American Airlines. It says, confidence when you buy and fly. This is from American Airlines to their customers. It reads, your safety and well-being is always our top priority at American Airlines, but particularly in relation to the coronavirus, COVID-19, providing you with up-to-date information on what we are doing to respond to the issue is a critical step in giving you peace of mind when you travel. Here are a few highlights of our efforts. Travel flexibility. We are extending our offer to waive change fees for customers who purchase tickets March 5th through March 31st, 2020 for travel through January 30th, 2021. So now that's through next January 30th. This is available on any Americans non-refundable purchase fares. Uh, enhanced cleaning. This is the one. This is what you should be doing when you get home today. So what everyone should be doing. You come in contact with, and not even for the coronavirus. This should be just in general. You have a gathering at your place or you're having people over. All right. You know, clean the place down. Make sure everything is sanitary. And when I'm done reading this, I'll tell you one more thing that I saw yesterday, and it really upset me. But American says, we have a strong structured cleaning regimen on our aircraft and clean every day at key touch points on their journeys with an EPA-approved disinfectant. We are also enhancing our cleaning procedures on international flights and aircraft that remain overnight at an airport. So they're assuring people, hey, you don't feel safe? Traveling with this going on, we're extending our no change fee. Um, I'm sorry, we're extending our wave of the change fee. And also, hey, we are cleaning our planes down better than ever before. Now, before we go to break here, yesterday at the gym, I always clean the machine before I get on and clean it when I get off. I always make sure I do it twice when I get on it. And then as I'm ending my workout, go get a new towel wipe it down. The amount of people I saw just yesterday, because again, it's something I'm focusing on. It's something we're talking about. The amount of people I saw yesterday that would just get on a machine without cleaning it off and then move to the next machine, sweating all over this machine. You couldn't take 10 seconds. And the gym I go to has a lot of points throughout it with the disinfectant in the towels. You couldn't take 10 seconds to clean off that machine. I mean, hey, you want to you want to jump on the machine without cleaning it yourself? Fine. Good luck. But if you're going to sweat all over it and leave sweat on the machine, the least you could do is go to the paper towels, get 3 sprays of the disinfectant, and then wipe the machine off. Is it that difficult? Are we asking too much? All right, I'm late for a break. We'll be back after this. Talking about the coronavirus for a few more minutes. Some great texts coming into the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Keep them coming, 3930. But first, let's talk to Jane. Jane, good morning. Good morning. I'm so happy that you could take my call so quickly. Uh, I had a few uh, recommendations. All right. Um, uh one, I'm glad you recovered from the flu. And now we know that because you touch your face so frequently, that's probably how you got the flu. <laughs> oh, I don't doubt it. 
But I wanted to say I noticed that myself, but I suffer from uh, seasonal asthma. And so if the temperature is, like, rainy or if it gets a cold snap, I sound like I have tuberculosis, but I don't. It just causes my sinuses to start reacting or overreacting. So technically, I should go out with my scarf wrapped around my face or a face mask, and then I would be silent like the grave. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, you wouldn't hear a peep out of me. But that said, I am disappointed that the stock, mar- stock market yesterday, again, reacted negatively. Now, I don't know if that's a bunch of millennials who are freaking out and what, wish to return to the basement after they've had a year of employment. <laughs> And they're like, they want to destroy the world economy. But if it is, in fact, a serious matter, I don't know if you, you probably didn't catch the, the show, uh, Barley show in the afternoon yesterday. Bits and pieces, Jane, not the whole thing, no. Yeah, two dads phoned in to say that their daughters returned from Florence, Italy, study abroad. And they, both daughters, are voluntarily you know, as requested by the Erie County executive, uh, quarantining themselves. But both dads were very upset when they asked their daughters, how was it to get back into the United States? One daughter came in from Italy via Lisbon, Portugal. And when she arrived in States, I think at JFK, they asked her, where are you coming from? And she answered correctly, Lisbon. But nobody asked her, where did you originate from? Oh. Two, the student that, came, that attends Princeton, that poor student had to go like four flights through Michigan <laughs> to get home. And I think they're also in Western New York. And uh, the father was, asked that student, so how was it getting in? Nobody asked that student any questions so they are not doing the israeli interrogation where are you originating from question that's number one so if that's not uh, a pc in the past to inquire where are you really coming from because of you know the against profiling of travelers as being racist i wanted to say that my parents were supposed to come up for um, a visit next week, and they were going to fly up on Sunday. And I sent that information to them via text, and I said, you know, drive. It's going to be sunny, warm temperatures in New York State. You know, take the car. Don't go through the airports, because my father does have respiratory and many other uh, health issues. My mom is very robust in health. And she travels extensively, but she has canceled her trip to Italy. But I wanted to ask you, are you, if you knowingly are willing to go into New York, where there are 3,000 being good, Hey, Jane, Jane, I'm sorry. we got to get to a break for Rush. If you can hang on, I will answer that question when we get back. It's the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. All-Star.
All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.